been to some of the darkest places that I've, I've been, he ain't going to get much worse than that ever again. You know what I mean? It's not. Everything's going to be all right. And I've got that sort of mentality now to it. Uh, but before, it is about accepting. It is about looking at what you've done, realising what you've done, how you've burnt yourself, and fucking taking it on board. From GoFounder, it's Business Knobs. Why is it called Business Knobs, you might ask? Well, there might well be a few knobs on the podcast, me being one of them. But what it stands for is business, no bullshit. This podcast series is all about the trials, tribulations and occasional successes of starting and growing a business without the Hollywood filter. I'm Eddie Whittingham and on the show today, Craig Brooks and I talk openly about some of the mistakes that we've made on the journeys to starting and running our own businesses. Let's face it, we all make mistakes, but it's how you respond to those mistakes. That's what really matters. And some of those mistakes might just lead you to where you needed to be after all. This is fucking do or die now. This is the last chance. It's like I've mortgaged up, you know what I mean? It's like I've fucking failed, 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 failed. It's like, I'm. this is it. I'm going balls deep in this. Craig is the co-founder of Correct Choice Windows. And his journey to starting this business hasn't exactly been straightforward. He's been sacked a fair few times, he's quit jobs, he's set up a business already which then went on to fail. And by his own admission, he's been a bit of an asshole along the way. But we all make mistakes and it's what you do after you've made them that really counts. And sometimes those mistakes can take you somewhere better, make you much better. Oh, and just a quick heads up in case you've got little ones around. There are quite a few swears in this episode, so you might want to put your headphones in. So, Craig, thanks for coming in and joining us on the uh, podcast today. One of the topics I wanted us to delve into, really, was talking about failures and uh, how probably we both ended up on the sofa. We've probably had our own fair share of failures along the way to being sat here together, Um, but... Talk to me just a little bit, Craig, about some of the failures you've experienced in your journey so far. What, in business now at the minute or in life as general? Leading up to your business, because obviously you've been in business now for three years. Yeah, yeah, so this is his third year, yeah. Uh, failure, it's, it's one of them, isn't it, where it, it's, it's happened a lot. Uh, it's been all the way through employment. It's I, I, I kind of passed my personal training, did that for numerous years uh, and was like sort of had the the ultimate goal to open a gym by the time I was 30. Yep. I had the opportunity to, to do that at 26. So I jumped in both feet and got tremendously fucking burnt. Right. Uh, uh, a little bit naive to it and I think that's the that, that's the sort of one of the biggest failures to date but it's been all the way through employment and it's been false promises uh, and acting a knobhead in some situations that have, that have done that. Well, you've been a knobhead. Yeah, yeah. I've been the arrogant salesman. Uh, I've I've had the carrot dangled. I've had, I've had people manipulate me in a manner that say, if you do this and we'll promote you and we'll do this and have opportunities taken away uh, and thrown opportuni- opportunities away myself. Uh, but the biggest one to date were probably the naivety of, of, of getting in bed with the wrong business partner. That's interesting then. So we've got, so obviously you're currently in business, you're in your third year, things are going great. But let's just, before we kind of jump into all that, the gym then, what what went wrong there? 
So, I mean, uh, I, I passed my personal training, which everybody externally, except for people that I, like, like cared about me or my friends, I would have fucking failed that. I didn't have the brain power to do that. I absolutely pissed all over it. Uh, got offered a job straight away off the back of it. Started training it like fitness first for, for around a year, year and a half. And then it was one of them where I thought, right, I'm going to kind of do this myself. And started training people in their own homes. And kind of running my own little business, going around personal training people, doing very few hours a day and earning quite a, a, a nice bit of money. Yeah. Uh, trained a guy, knocked quite a substantial amount of weight off him. And he made me a proposition. He said, uh, why, why don't we open a gym? And that was based in the village that I lived at at the time. Lived in a little small sort of mining village outside of Rotherham. And yeah, let's open a gym. Let's do it. I was like, fucking too right. I wanted to do that by the time I was 30. I'm 26 now. Yeah, let's fucking do it. And obviously it was a passion of yours anyway. Yeah, massive. It was a massive passion at that time. I mean, I went from nine stone to, to putting some substantial size on, getting into my training. And, and at that time in my life, it were a big fucking thing. It were, I yeah. loved it. I lived, lived, slipped and breathed it kind of thing. So you, you started the, the gym. How did that come about then with the, with this with this? Yeah, guy? so I mean, we found a place. Uh, we were looking all over. It was one of them things where he would do the business side of it. I would sort of choose the equipment, what we're going to use, take the clients there, run the supplement side, do the training, do the programs, yep. run the gym, do all that. And I thought, well, it's not a bad fucking deal. So on the premise, on the premise of it, that sounds like a good good idea because yeah. you've got two co-founders there, one who's going to look after the business side, one who's going to have to look at the product side effectively. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, I put a, 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 a bit of money into it. I'd never seen the sort of money that he put into it. I never really asked any questions about that. Uh, we found a premise and it was kind of me that did the fucking work in it with me, with my wife. Yeah. We were knocking walls through me and her and, and tidying that place up and, and we transformed it. He had some, some like sort of subcontractors come from his, his, his other sort of business that he had. And, and we transformed that, that sort of, that sort of place in, in a, in a matter of weeks. Uh, and that was where Atlas Fitness was was born. I mean, I thought of the name. I did, I, I did everything. Did yeah. fucking everything. So how long did you work on that for? How long was that going? It were probably four or five months before I were forced with a decision of potentially get my fucking pants pulled down. Right. Yeah. Or go with my gut feeling and sell. And it sort of things started coming to fruition then. And, and I thought, fucking hell, I've... I've I've just built this place for this guy. Right. And he wanted a substantial amount of money, and I mean a substantial amount of money, to buy him out. Yeah. I think he was betting on that, that I would give him that money, because I was so involved in it. Yeah. Uh, and it made me gut feeling, gut, gut, gut feeling, that I had to just fucking sell my share. And I put it on his toes, and he was a little bit shocked by it, and I went, no, nah, you can buy me. You can buy me out. Uh, and he did. And we come to an agreement where he paid me so much money over so many months because I don't think he were expecting it. And that fucking ruined my brain. That, I, that, yeah, that was one of the biggest sort of knockbacks I've ever had because I was so involved in doing it, proving everybody wrong about passing my personal training, running that business, stepping out of fucking employment. Do you get what I mean? Yeah, it's a big gamble, that, isn't it, when you do... Yeah. And, and, and he was just like, wow, I've done it again. I've told everybody that I'm going to do this and I'm going to achieve this and I'm fucking on my ass again. So what, that moment where you fucking, you, you know, you knew I'd say, obviously you're going to get a little bit of a bit of money from it, but 
what did that actually make you feel in terms of you know knowing that you're publicly going to have to share that you're no longer part of this gym and presumably go back to employment it's honestly it's you just think that everyone's laughing behind your back you feel i felt like i'd let my missus down i felt like i'd let me even my mum and dad i mean i let some lend some money off my dad and they were like fucking bad idea cheers dad (laughs) but he was saying it from start are you sure are you sure and and and, but they backed me I, i mean i got a loan i had a bit of savings and 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 I got this money together to do this, and and I got it. I eventually paid it. I paid all that back from what I earned from from my share, and still had a little bit. But it wasn't just about that, and and the people that I borrowed money off, and things like that. Or it was just like everywhere I went, I just thought, "Fuck me." These, well, there's two these, angles to it. These isn't know there? what I've done, you know? What yeah, I mean? and there's two angles, isn't there? Because one's like the financial risk, and then you feel like you've you've fucked up yeah. because of that. Yeah. And then the second is that the emotional attachment, and and I think we. Probably as business owners, I know I felt it. You, you think people are waiting for you to make a mistake? They fucking are. Do you reckon? I think that's the majority are. There's not many people that I believe, unless I've and, and I, I do that. I, I do now because I'm in with a different crowd of people and a different yeah, true, sort of mentality. True. But when you're, I don't know. When you, I grew up in a mining village. Since I've moved away from that place, my life's flourished. My mindset's changed. Everything's changed since leaving that place. But I think there's not many people that really stand at the sidelines and clap when you're fucking winning. That's interesting. I, yeah, I'm torn on that. I, I don't know. I, I think I've, I think there's so many people I know who've been like really pleased and and i don't know happy to see success like you know have the success that for example i've had with my missus but then i think there's a lot of people who are you know they're not of that same mindset and they probably do not want you to fail but they're not going to be sad if you do no and, and yeah i agree with that they're not probably like fucking get in yes yeah. he's on his arse but they're not there to to come on pal you know what i mean that's that's bad shit they, 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 i don't know I've seen so many people drift away from me since I've been doing my business now, since we're getting better at what we are. I don't like saying successful because I fucking hate that word. But since we're... Doing all right. Yeah, since we're doing all right. <laughs> do you know what I mean? And you see people drift away from you. You see people lose the lack of the, the lack of wanting to support you. And, and, and I don't know. It's just one of them things that when that business failed, when I had to sell that business, it fucking destroyed my mental fucking health. Yeah, I'm not surprised. And what... What was your sort of missus's role in that? Full support, mate. She was, I mean, the, the woman's changed my life. It's, since I've met her, my, my life's flourished. She's brought out the best in me. Uh, and it's just one of them where, come on, Craig, pick yourself up, mate. I mean, she were working there. She, I even had her there fucking, we had Jigger Pig fucking smashing walls through. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. And she were involved in it. And she even started, she were heavily involved in, in training back then as well. So you probably felt like you were, during that bit where it's all falling apart, you probably felt like you were massively letting her down. But actually, reality is, she probably didn't give a shit. She probably was just like, right, crack on. Let's dust yourself off on to the next thing. It destroyed my passion for, for training. For, for fitness. and for, for, yeah. for Destroyed it. Fucking destroyed it. Not for my own personal self. I mean, I lost a bit of timber again through stress and shit like that. But it was like, no, nah, I'm not doing that anymore. I'll oh, fuck that. Yeah, I'm not yeah. doing a gym I, ever again. I get that. I'm not fucking training any clients ever again. And I'm good at it. Yeah. My missus just stood by me. Never once rubbed it in my face. Never, which you'd imagine she she wasn't like. But I'm, this, I'm, the, I'm, I know that there is couples know, out yeah. there what would get yeah, a lot yeah. of shit from yeah, it. Yeah, you know what I mean, I know, I know this. But she just supported me. She just stood by my side. 
So but I bet a lot of it then was your own perception of what other people are going to think. 100%. Yeah. I've been driven by that probably for quite a long time and probably the majority of my life, what other people fucking think. Is that... Can that be a good thing? I think it can be, but I've always been that guy that knew in his brain, I shouldn't be fucking doing this. I shouldn't yeah. be working for this knobhead. I shouldn't be working for these people. I'm better than this. I'm better than that. And I always try to force, you know, I mean, I've always known that there's something there. Self-improvement. Yeah, and yeah, I just know there's something there. And I don't know, it's just... It's interesting. I think sometimes that there's positive and negative drivers sometimes. And I think the thought of failing and the thought of people's perception of you failing or even them wanting to fail can be both a positive and a negative driver. Yeah. So like in my job it was probably a throwaway comment by a female partner at the law firm i was working at um it was a, t- a team meeting just as we we're about to leave they announced that i was leaving and so I, obviously i'd made the decision i just studied for f- four years spent tens of thousands of pounds to become a solicitor qualified and then within two years of that decided i would jack it in like a fucking knobhead <laughs> and start my own business so obviously not a decision I'd taken lightly. So this female partner of the law firm decided, again, might have been a throwaway comment, but I didn't really appreciate. In this team meeting, she announced to everyone that I was leaving because, in her words, Eddie's decided he can't hack it. <laughs> and it's like, yeah. well, I know you probably, you might well be saying that as a throwaway comment, but fuck off. It's cut steep that, you know what I mean? Because I'm not, yeah. I've not risked as much as I've risked financially and time and effort to study yep. to then get somewhere to then jack it in. Yep. That's not what's happening. The fact is, I think I can do better than what I'm doing. And for me, my driver was, I wanted to build my own dreams rather than building someone else's. You never change your perception, you never change your, your thoughts on you though and on that. She'll believe that, probably no pro- doubt. Pro- yeah, probably. She'll yeah, believe yeah. it. And to be fair, is yeah no i I completely agree but that was it was such a a minor comment that she probably doesn't even remember making but it it just sticks in my mind quite a lot and that's probably been a positive driver it's it's, it's, don't get me wrong super small driver i haven't worked as hard as i've worked because of that don't get me wrong but it's one of them nice little fuck you yeah and and i think about like like my last ceo i think he 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 was he's another one that I think was a driver for me because everything you did, no matter who it was, he was better than you. You would fail at it. Even from down to arm learning to play guitar, you'll never do that. It's a relishing in failure. Yeah, yeah, just, yo, you'll never do that. And it's just like, well, I fucking will, you prick. You know what I mean? Watch me. Uh, And being in them sort of environments where people look down on you and expect you to fail, don't think you're going to achieve, uh, they're better than you, very narcissistic environments, just like, well, you can't do that because you haven't got this background, you can't do that because you haven't gone to business school and got these qualifications or done this. And I've got to the point now where I just think, fuck it, if I say I'm going to do something, I'll do it and I'll just get my head down and I'll, and I'll crack on. So I kind of do, I don't know. I don't shout out as much about what I'm going to do anymore you know, do you know what I mean to the ex- external people yeah. because it's just it's just pointless. Well, and you've you, you've got your own you know ambitions, and you like I say you, you know what you want to do. You're just going to go out and do it ultimately. That, that's it. And you that's probably talk it. about it with your missus, I'm sure. But and it'll probably change anyway. Yeah, yeah, hundred uh, percent. That journey where I want to get this or I want to that. It's, it's going to probably change direction. Something's going to get happen. Something's going to get chucked in road. So you had you had the gym, which obviously didn't work out. Then 
Presumably you didn't go straight from the gym into what you're doing now. So what did you do in between? Fucking sat at home and cried for a bit. Right. <laughs> not, not literally, but like, what the fuck am I going to do? Yeah. Uh, and then found myself back in employment again. I, yeah. I, I, I've always had a sales background for the last probably 12 years. Uh, and I thought, right, I'll go and do what I'm good at again and so go and sell. And was that with people you'd worked with before or somewhere completely new? Completely different. And it were a very, very sort of strange thing to come out of self-employment for three-ish, four years and then go back into sort of looking for a, a job. And I, I think that's, for anyone starting a business, I think that's got to be in the top three fears. Oh, it's horrendous. Like, because that's the, that's the, you know, nightmare scenario. I've fucking gone out on my own. I've absolutely risked everything. And now I look a dickhead. It's and one of the biggest demotivating yeah. things I have ever had to do. And that is put a fucking shirt back on and a tie back on to go and sit at a computer and make phone calls. Yeah. Now I'm not knocking anybody that does no, that. That's not. But for me to go from driving around in my car, personal training people, having my free time, being able to take my dog for a walk when choosing, I want, yeah. choosing these things, living and training and doing a, and, and, and breathing that passion that I had, then going back to fucking, oh, my pack, let's grab my pack lunch and I've got to go and park in an NCP car park and get fucking pay £12 to go to work. Have your pants down. Do you know what I mean? Uh, And then go and work for some knobhead. And I I did. And and I ended up working with a complete and utter prick. Right. uh, And got sacked. Dare I ask why? Is this a failure or is this a... It's a failure because it was one of them where it's the carrot again. I went and I'm not going to, I don't want to even get any promotion to the business. You know what I mean? I'm even going to say the name. But they were running, they started uh, to, to open up in Sheffield. There was going to head up a campaign of 100 salespeople straight away. They're a well-known brand. I uh, went through a four-week or six-week fucking recruitment process. Was the first into the business. Uh, and first day, I, was, I got a woman fucking pointing at about my appearance. And what, what are you going to do with these then in your ears? And I went, what do you, what do you mean? You need to sort them out then, don't you? I don't come what, back. Sit on, sit on the computer sit on, on the computer, phone. Yeah. Uh, so me again, then I'm thinking, fucking hell. Went home. And what's really interesting, so yeah, you've gone home. T- did you take them out? I, I, I latex them on. I uh, to, got some latex glue and put them in my holes and just squeezed them together until I got some flesh-coloured plugs. Some flesh-coloured plugs. Because I was just fucking on my arse. Well, yeah, yeah. And, and, but that that... That is a massive juxtaposition to being your own boss, isn't it? Fucking, so, you know, from literally, like, wow. I can get up when I want and I can train you. Obviously, you got you got your expectations of client things like, that, but you are in control. To then being told you need to plug your ears in, it's just horrendous. And then I'm going home to my missus and saying, the "Fucking, they're pulling these up already." Yeah. Is, and my missus is like, you know, what I mean, got me back again. Don't flip out. Because I have been in not in the past, you know what I mean? Don't flip out, don't just think about what you're doing, what you're going to win there for, what you're going for, you know what I mean? And it's just like, great, yeah, I need to pay my mortgage. So you shut up, you go back into your shell, you go to work. I should have saw my fucking case all the time, all the time, uh, until the point that I absolutely proved myself to be a top seller. And I was then going to go into leadership, blah, blah, blah. First fucking mistake I made in office, you've gone. Right. I was like, wow. And that was two weeks before Christmas. No, three weeks before Christmas. Three weeks before Christmas. And I was just, I would, I would just started just bringing misses up in car again, going, I've done it again. Should have married someone else. Yeah, yeah. It's just like, right, okay, yeah. get your cell phone. Come on, Craig, yeah. come home. And and that, that upset me. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Because I was just like, what am I doing with my life? Yeah, and, I, and I, I think one of the... Re- 
like repetitive things I think about running a business is there's this compounding of stuff. And so, you know, running a business compounds, compounds, compounds in terms of pressure, et cetera. But even this is a good example where, you know, you've had the, the failure of the gym. Then you've had this job role, which has not gone to plan. And then so, I got another one, and it happened again. <laughs> maybe you are a dickhead, Craig. <laughs> you know what I mean? Maybe the pattern emerges. Something's wrong, isn't it? But, yeah, and so that compounds, doesn't it? So yeah. then, yeah, you, I guess your feeling of being a failure is is multiplying all the time, almost, weirdly. Oh, yeah, it's squishing your brain to pieces, mate. Yeah, you know what I mean? And then, I mean, I come out of that, uh, and I just found myself in a in a room with two people on a phone a week later, two weeks before Christmas, selling solar panels. It were an absolute joker of company. Like, I think one of them has just, like, come out of prison, not been out of prison long. Like, same again, not judging. But the environment that I was in, it was just like, what, what the fuck is happening? Someone's really don't like me wherever they're, if there's out up there or all like that, somebody really don't like me. And I was just like, I'm doing this again to pay me bills. Uh, and then, and then if I got another job, and I just got another job, and just went through that process. And so, what changed then to make you start the business you're in now? How did that come about? If you've gone through those that process of failing, failing, failing. Well, I was in employment again. After that, I got into another job for two and a half years. Uh, it was like I just destroyed sales director. I mean, like kind of not sales director, head of sales yeah. in his role, kind of outshone him. Uh, Kind of said to the CEO, get rid of him because, you know what I mean? I'm, I'm, I can do it. I can do it. And he was like, yeah, but I agree. I don't think he's very good. He ended up getting rid of him. Uh, I built a team there. It were an all right environment. Very, but he was that same guy. You're not going to play guitar. You're not going to do this. You're not going to do that. Kind of built a team, built a team. And, and, and I kind of seen business processes and different things and sorted. I've had all these failures before. I've been burnt all these multiple times. And this was like a different sort of like, tick in a box how to make processes, how to do recruitment processes, how to recruit people, yeah, how so to build sales Learning process. how to yeah. build a business, really. And, uh, yeah, and to learn these certain things and to be given a sort of the flexibility to do that. Well, it was one of them where don't go, uh, you, you don't go to work, go to work. You know what I mean? It was like, you can do this, but you can't do that. It was, it was just, you, do you know what I mean? It was like heavily fucking micromanaged by him, but I was still, we're writing these processes. I was still getting these people in. I was still giving him the opportunity of saying, I think they should have a job. Okay, if you think that. And it went on to that. And I was there for about two and a half years. And then I just had me noticing. We'll come on to that in a second. But so you've, what's quite interesting there then, so you've actually had a, a beneficial arrangement there where you're in employment, but you're actually learning how to run elements of a business. Yeah. And I think that's really important. So one of my failures probably I was in the police. I joined the police at 18, very young. Um, obviously went on to spend a lot of money studying to do law and a lot of time and a fucking lot of effort. And I remember sitting down for the first day, you have to do various seats in law as like a trainee. I sat down on the first day at a desk. Definitely nothing to do with the people. People were fine, but I just didn't enjoy it. And, yeah. I, and I knew immediately, I sat down for the first day and I kid you not, it just was that moment where you think, fuck, what have I fucking done? Like, I've gone from a job that I actually enjoyed, albeit there's a lot of shit in the job. You feel it inside though, don't yeah, you? Yeah, exactly. You feeling and I, inside. And I was just sat there yeah. at this desk and I thought, fucking hell, I'm going to be sat at this desk for the next 30 years of my life. Yeah. And, and that's when it started ticking over in mind that I can't do this. But, you know, fucking hell, that's a failure. I've spent a 
dickload of money, spent loads of time, and now I'm sat. Is it a failure or is it a massive, massive sort of part of your character now, learning curve? Fucking, well, probably. Is it a failure? <laughs> did you fail at it or did you choose to go, I don't want to do that? Yeah. Which you did. <laughs> is, Mate, is it a failure? A bit of both. I think, I think in hindsight, if I'd have had bigger balls when I left the police, I should have tried to maybe join a startup. I think maybe in the back of my mind, I've always wanted to maybe run a business, whether I've admitted that to myself or not. I should have joined a startup. And the reason why I say that is similar to where I think you've learned those lessons in that period of time, what have helped you probably build your business. I think people who are looking to start their own business should try and get their own apprenticeship almost in starting a business. So I think people, if they really, really want to start a business and they're in a very corporate job where they're maybe not learning loads, try and get into a startup to learn something. Because I, I think I'd have been better I'd have been better spent the years I was studying and the money I spent probably working and learning the ropes. So, it, I don't know. It's not necessarily a mistake. Cause it, but you it, say that, but then that would have altered the course of where you'd gone for well, your entire very life true. and where you are today. Very true. Yeah, so, it's like, it, do you think you're being harsh on yourself there? Maybe, you're... maybe. I don't know. It's tough, isn't it? it? We all have these paths and we go down them and you don't necessarily know the outcome because... The flip side of that is working in a very, very corporate environment like I did at the law firm where, you know, clients were like Rolls-Royce and Sainsbury's and I had to put my tie on and go to meetings. I'd have probably, if I had to do that straight out of the police, I'd have shit my pants. Yeah. But because I had that that introduction almost to the corporate world where I felt a lot more comfortable when it came to them selling my products as the startup that I had, I wasn't asked when I was going to these big yeah. meetings because I'd had that exposure. So, yeah, it's a learning path, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. I mean, that was that that was straight into business to business for me again. So that was straight into a business to business again. Uh, but I just I've learned so much from that, which I know not to apply. Yeah. In my role now, in my sort of business now, I know what's filler and stuff like that. Like, why the fuck would I do that? Why would it, why do I need to sit on and put all that data into a spreadsheet to sit and look at it myself? I'm wasting my fucking time. So there's so much that I've learned from what I look back, what I learned from all these failures, these mistakes from the gym, from going back into that employment. Uh, and I sort of give me a bit of confidence to, in myself. Do you get what I mean? Yeah. Of, of, I've, I've run teams, I've built them, I've employed people. So you can so do that. You, you can do that on your own. I can fucking do that on my own. Yeah. So great. You know what I mean? But I never thought then, I keep even... I, I never thought about running my own business, how it happened and how the business were created. Just like I woke up one morning and it just, oh, it's here. It's, it's fucking mental. Tell me about that then. There must be more to it than that. Well, I mean, I, I built, just to finish off on that, yeah. on that employment, uh, and about eight people looking on the internet, stumbled across a fucking job, uh, 100 grand to 120 grand fucking sales director. Scroll down. Oh, the company that I work at. What the fuck? So I thought, oh, that's a little bit, like, wow. And a member of staff, complete prick. Uh, kept not doing what he was told. Kind of sat with a director. Director's like, get rid of him. Just get rid of him. He's not doing, you know what I mean? Because the conversation happened about five or six times. Yeah. Then the CEO is saying, but are you learning from that? Are you learning from getting that? And then he'd go sack him. So you go from sack him to are you learning to sack him to are you learning and it was just fucking mashing my brain up. So I thought, it's like a test what they're trying to put me through here. So I kept him, kept him on the team. Uh, one day, just walked in the office and said, I can't fucking work with him as a prick. I can't work with him anymore. 
he was failing. He was going to get sacked due to performance anyway, due to everything. And he kind of just put it on me and walked out. Right. Uh, and then the CEO put it on me. All right, we need to investigate this. So I'm like, fuck off. I'm like, don't you dare. Yeah. You know what's been going We've on. We've been talking about it for months. You know what's yeah. been going on. We're going to have to I'm going to have to, I'm going to have to look at this. And then all of a sudden, they're looking for a somebody where I've just built the teams. And, <laughs> you get what I mean? It's yeah. like I've done all the legwork. I've basically done the legwork. I've stumbled upon, I know you're in playing for somebody. Where am I going to be when this person comes? Well, you'll be working underneath them, Craig. It's like, fuck off. Yeah. And then it were like, right, we need to investigate this. And it just come to a point where I swear, fuck off, I'm done. I just went, I'm done. I can't, I'm not going through any disciplinaries. I'm not going through anything. I'm not doing any of that shit. You should have me back. I've been here two and a half years. I'm like, I'm done. So you shut the door there. And then how's it actually, how have you opened the door? In, I was having in the windows window. and doors done. Right. I was having the windows and doors done. I can't be sold to. I don't believe what well, I can, but I can't, obviously, yeah. but I can't. It annoys you. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I looked for somebody because I know d- double glazing is absolutely horrendous. It's got such a bad name. So I looked, somebody did the research, found, right, I'm, I'm using this guy. He come round, don't give me any sales shit, mate. Just tell me how much it is. All right, no worries. Still a bit of a wide boy. Uh, signed the agreement. I was like, wow, for the quality of the stuff that this guy basically we're, we're promoting. I was like, yeah, that's, that's awesome. Me and my wife were like, wow, wow. Do you want a job? Went, you're a, you can tell you're a salesman. I went, well, funnily enough, yeah. last week, uh, I ain't got a job anymore. So yeah, I'll have a job, please, if you don't mind. And he went, right, come out with me. Come out with me. And we'll have a, and tell me what you think. Double glazing, double glazing will set it, will, it'll change your life. That's yeah, what he well, said to me. That's one hell double, of a line, tagline for the business. Double glazing <laughs> will change your life. That's what he said to me. Come out with me, I'll give you an opportunity. More I got to know him, more I realised he were an absolute fucking con man. Right. Absolute, just, just blagger. Absolute, not bad. Uh, he had such a potentially good business that he had multiple, multiple fitting teams, multi loads so People, you know what I mean, wanted to go to him, looked into a little bit deeper, tried to close his business three times. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, there's been different variations of his business. Obviously, didn't see that. Felt a knobhead again because I've gone into something else again. Yeah. Uh, and when I was learning to sell and learning all about these products, they were like, this is fucking do or die now. This is the last chance. It's like, I've mortgaged up, you know what I mean? It's like, I've fucking failed, 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 failed. It's like, I'm. this is it. I'm going balls deep in this. Really learned about it. Started selling, and I was just really good at it. Because everything he taught me, I did the opposite. I'm like, I'm not doing that. I'm not doing that. I'm not doing that. And I just kept and did my own thing. I met my business partner. We were both sat in a van. I used to go fitting with him in day to learn how these products went in. Yep. To learn everything about it. Because like I said, last chance again. I've got to fucking, I've got to make this work. And we both just looked at each other one day and we're like, we work for a complete prick, don't we? And you're like, yeah. And it just, every day then that happened, every day. He is probably, he's the, so talented at what he does, but so laid back. Yep. Such a nice guy, laid back. And we're just going along for a ride. So talented. And it was like, Mark, Mark, why? Why haven't you got your own business? Because I don't know where to start. I'll fucking do it with you. Let's go for it. See, and again though, if you so you if you went have had the failure of like the gym and all that sort of stuff, you wouldn't have known where to start, would you? So you'd have been in exactly the same shoes he's in. 
Uh, did, did is it not knowing? We wouldn't have met. We'd yeah, never well, met. true. Yeah, we'd never met. It was just one of the moments where we looked at. You, I looked at him and went, "Why don't we fucking do this yourself?" And you're like, "No, fuck that." And I'm like, "Why haven't you done it, you madhead? Why, why, you, yeah, you yeah. Mad bastard? Why have you not done this before?" And you're like, "Because I don't know what I'm doing." And I'm like, "Right, I'll do marketing. I'll do sales. I'll run business. You do fitting. You eventually build some teams." You're like, oh, I don't know. And I'm like, "Come on, let's just do it." Let's do it. We fucking did it. Uh, we opened the Facebook page. That was the first thing. We're driving around. Mad Ed Winders. We won't rip you off Rinders. You know, think, you know thinking all in the stupid bollock names. Get that name. No, no but you know what I mean? The yeah, stupid names. Yeah. We won't scam your Winders. We won't pull your eyes out, Winders. Yeah. And then they were like, correct choice. Yeah. And you're like, wow. Sounds a bit better. You're like, wow. Well, that's, that's Should have called it Craig's choice. No, yeah. Yeah, it's a bit selfish, isn't it? <laughs> uh, and you know, that's just where it come from. He's called us into his office. You're like, uh, I've seen you. You've opened a Facebook page. Like, God, yeah. did you not even tell him? <laughs> no, <laughs> brilliant. No, no, because we just couldn't. We just one of them where we were earning. I'd say that's a mistake, Craig. It's, it is what it is, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, and yeah. that's one of his favourite sayings. When you've seen somebody, yep, showing an eighty, no, like an eighty-nine-year-old man, yeah. how to transfer ten thousand pounds out of his bank account before a job's complete. And you can hear it, and you and your business partner well, now are looking at each other, going, "What yeah. is happening?" It's criminal. It, it, we were know. just like we, and we were just we were like we can never, ever be a part of that man. No, no. And we just looked at each other and we discussed it. I tried reporting him to to, to, to like training standards. They won't take me complaint. And they're just like, I can't. You're an object. You're just, you're just no, a vile you person. You don't need people like that, do you? Uh, and we had to do it. I had him, Mark, who's super skilled. So skilled, unbelievable. I had me, what's just like, mate, you've got to start doing something with your life here, pal. You've got to, you, I know that I was capable of doing it, but I've got to do it. And it just landed. It just just flourished from nowhere. So it's interesting, isn't it? Because the, the statistics of people starting up a business is horrific in terms of how likely it is that you're going to fail. And obviously, you know, in some respects, you've been part of that statistic because you had the gym and that didn't work out and so on and so on. But by that, failure sometimes that is obviously a good thing isn't it because it, you wouldn't now be running the business you're running with a decent you know co-founder and doing good without having fucked up all that time no 100 and it was and it, then the mentality changed to there is no failure now that's interesting so, oh. do, you, so do you think you had a like an opening of maybe this could fail when you were doing the gym 100 percent Hundred percent. Probably, you've always got that. You've always got that in your head. You've always got that. But why aren't you now? Bit, because there's no option. It's fucking die or survive. That's yeah. it. That was the mentality that I went into it with. Is with him. Is like, mate. We. If he can do that and act like that and do this, and all yeah, these people can. in double glazing can just act like scumbags, then why can't two nice guys do it? Yeah, and do well out of it. Why can't two people? That's got the heart, like care for people, you know what I mean? And and want to bring something new to the industry. Why can't two guys with the right attitude do a better business than him? So it's an interesting concept that by having some acceptance that you might fail, it might lean you more towards failure, do you think? I, I believe so. But when you've seen somebody else surviving and you see other businesses surviving what are not moleric, you know, I mean, ethical, yeah, yeah morally right, then you think, well, I'm not going to fucking fail. How no. can I fail if I do that? If do You know what I mean? If I bring something different to it, there's no option. There was no option. There was no option. 
Yeah, quite, I quite like that. I think um, when I started the, the startup that, that I had, I don't know. I'd, in my head, I don't, I don't suppose I ever thought failure was an option. Yes, I could fall back on a, a, a decent career, but I just knew I, I never could go back to that. And probably for a little bit of what we said earlier, where it's like, I'd, I, I, I don't think I can swallow that pride if I did fuck up to, to go back. But also, I don't know, I just was like, this has got to succeed. I'm just going to just chase it blindly regardless. Yeah, I, I mean, I've been riddled with anxiety yeah, throughout the process of the first year of, oh, I've got no work coming in, oh. Yeah. But it wasn't ever, not ever in one day or one hour, any minute have I ever gone, this isn't working. Yep. This isn't going to work. And I did with the gym. I did have them moments where I was stood behind that counter thinking, what have I done? Yeah, like self-doubt. With the wrong person. Yeah. This is not going to work. It were almost, like in the back of my mind, I relished from getting out of it to an extent. Yeah. Of fucking hell, that's... That, well, that's what you said earlier, John. I was sat at the desk first day. It's that feeling of something's not quite right here and I don't... I can't maybe yeah, put my finger on it, but it's, I, I, I'm looking feeling, forward yeah. to getting out. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and it were like, I should have done this on my own. I was capable of doing this gym on my own. I was capable. And then it was just like, I mean, the guy from Ian walked in one day and he were like, all right, Paul, yeah, yeah, can I speak to? I'm like, well, you can speak to me. Uh, 1,200 quid, mate. I'm like, what for? I'm like, electric bill. I've been paid. So we're going to turn electric off. Oh, you're not. Yeah. I'm like, I am. Straight on phone to him. What are you meant to be doing? What are you doing in this business? And it were just them moments all the time until it would until it come to a point where I probably, even though it destroyed my men, mental health as such, I'd rather been out of that than still be there now, yeah. letting him cream off off my yeah your hard work yeah 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 hundred percent hundred percent. Do you think people should be scared of failure? <sighs> I think. It depends how extreme it is. Yeah. However, this, I mean, uh, I'm not going to go in onto this podcast, but I've been in a very dark place for a number of years over that. I've come out of it and I'll never go back into that again. And I think there is always a lesson to be learned, but I don't think anybody walks around with a little black book going, oh, I've failed there, so we'll remember yeah. that and I'll never do that again. It's just the process that you go through. And I feel, I think you've got to feel pain. You've got to feel pain and discomfort to truly learn from something. And I think there are levels of risk. So there are businesses that I've seen where they've completely, you know, balls on a chopping board risk, where if it goes wrong, they're knackered. And I think that that pressure of what could potentially be a failure there is ridiculous yeah whereas i think you know for my business there was a risk it could fail but it was probably a little bit financial a lot of personal pride but actually did i risk loads well not really i risked putting my career back i risked some money i risked my time i risked my pride but the so the failure opportunity there was you know or the impact of the failure was relatively small compared to some of those people who were like so convinced that they're going to succeed and it, it might be a bad idea. And there's big differences in those levels of risk, isn't there, I think? And well, look, I'll be honest and I'll tell you how it is. I risk me not being here anymore. Well, That's probably the level of risk I had. That's how I felt. That, that's me being open about that. That was the risk on the, that, that, on the risk meter. 
it was me. Where was that in your journey, sorry? That was when I got to the to opening my own business. Yeah. They were like, fucking mate, this is this is it. And that's how I felt. Because I was that depressed and that sort of anxious and that of going through all this shit. That's how I felt. It were like, this is, can't, I can't continue. I cannot continue. This has got to work. This is, and, 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 and I've, and out over the number of years, it's pulled me out of that sort of depression, that anxiety. And now it's, my business is going to work. I feel we're established. And now the risks can be very calculated. Yeah. I'm in charge of the risks. I feel like I'm in charge of it. I feel like I've got it on a reins. Do you get what I mean? Yeah, yeah, definitely. I'm not going to wake up tomorrow and not have yeah, a business. And yeah, you're not going to wake up tomorrow and make an absolute mental decision, which no. risks everything. Yeah. No, I'm not going to. I can go away for a week on holiday and I'll still have to obviously do my yeah, emails and things. But my business is still going to be here. Uh, and I've kept it on short reins. And I've, and I've, and I've, and I've you know what I mean? I've, I've treated it like a baby. And that, I think that's what you've got to do. You've got to nurture that and, and, and deflect them risks. And we've been very calculated. Well, higher I have in the way that I've run this due to the past experiences. Yeah. And so you've been on a you know, fairly up and down journey with both employment failing, yeah. gym failing, etc. Is there anything you'd change from that? When I look back on it now, no. No. Because I wouldn't be here where I am today. I always said to my missus, fucking watch what happens. Watch what happens. Watch. I'm telling you now. And I've said it time and time and time and time again. She must be like, fuck, so it's yeah, like yeah. ninth time you've said Searches that. on the phone. Look yeah. what happens. It's yeah, about yeah. a million texts. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Look, watch what I... And I, she's always believed in me. I've always said I'm going to achieve well, something. I love that. And I think that that is the element and it encapsulates sort of that idea of people who will go on to do all right because you've got to have that sort of belief and drive in yourself if you sort of sat there thinking mm, i don't know it's probably not gonna happen is no, it? it's not gonna happen no i mean my mum and dad very very great parents you know what i mean dad were very strict when i was growing up uh mum very loving could never do it wrong complete bastard were a child but they were always them they've got a nice house job no count no no massive risks yeah because they're old school so when i'm telling them about oh i'm gonna do this like fucking again Something else, really. Well, yeah, mate, just I, get a job sim- and just get a job, right? And just pay pay your mortgage and save up. That's no. a really interesting one as well because I, you know, I similarly I've got amazing parents, very supportive, very loving. Um, but yeah, I, I kind of felt a bit like that, like, oh yeah, so you know, I've just been in a copper for however many years. Yeah, I'm gonna start studying law, and they're like, right, but you, you didn't go to uni. Yeah, I'm gonna do that now. Yeah, but you're 24, or whatever. Well, yeah, I can do it now, though, can't Well, yeah, you can, but you're going to get yourself and load of that. Yeah, but I'll just do it anyway. And then, obviously, did all that, did all the work, and I went, yeah, so about that being a lawyer, mum, that you've just told all your pals about, and you're probably well, bragging about, I'm not going to do it anymore. I'm going to start a business. Oh. Uh. Wow. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, that's colourful, that, isn't it? That's, yeah. that's fucking extreme, that. Uh, and then it's just the same with me. Another great idea. An- a little bit Del Boy, you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, this time next year... Uh, but yeah, they've always like, all right, okay, supported me. But all right, okay, get a job, get something steady. You've got a wife, and you've got a mortgage now. You, you know what I mean? You have a nice holidays and just get your head down. Yeah. And it's like, no, there's something not right in here. Yeah, for me to to make me want to do that. And there'll be people listening. I think now who, who thinking about starting their own business, or maybe they've already they're already on their own journey already. But they'll be thinking, yeah, there's something not right in my head that makes me want to quit security and, and go into something that's really you know tumultuous it's one of them feelings that if you sat at home and, and i mean you've, it's dangerous 
but it's, it's, it's whether or not you truly believe in it. If you sat at home on a Sunday night and all your weekend's gone great and then you realise that you're going to work on Monday and your fucking stomach sinks and you go, oh, wow, and you get up in the morning and you think, oh, my God, what am I doing? Driving down my... There's something not right. There's something not right. And I, I'll say this a few times over the coming sort of series and that, but I am flabbergasted genuinely at the amount of money people can make from anything. You know, whether it's super niches or anything. Like I honestly, I think I had such a sheltered view of that, particularly working in the public sector for as long as I did. And then even, you know, in a, in a fairly old school setup like a law firm, gobsmacked at the money you can make from from relatively sometimes menial things or from showing somebody how to use a social media account yeah marketing this from products from e-commerce the um, selling it, it odd, is, you know yeah. odd, odd things or a service and i'm just i think people i think we there's a there's a transition towards it now people are realizing you can make money um from all sorts of different avenues now but i i grew up with that bloody you know the family cards where you're going to be a butcher a policeman a doctor a, yeah, and, and 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 I just think we're so at many. Fifteen. Yeah, I were in a woodyard at fifteen. Yeah. My dad were like, "You got two weeks to get a job." It's like I've just left school like the day before. Got two weeks to get a job where you're at. <laughs> it obviously wouldn't be, but it yeah, was just yeah. that old school of right. I better get a job. Got one that day. Yeah. You know what I mean? First one. Yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> just yeah. in a woodyard. I can chop wood. Yeah, yeah. Just in a woodyard driving forklifts at fifteen yeah. and fucking using nail guns. Just, yeah. <laughs> just not allowed now to do that. Uh, so I've always had that 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 work ethic ingrained and stuff like that into me. But it is amazing what people make money out of and i think it comes down to that knowing yeah that that, that, that not and that belief and hopefully taking on board if they're in a job and they've seen you know shit being done wrong that's good you can learn from that you don't have to you don't have to start a business and completely fuck up a business to learn from you can learn from even what you're in what avenue you're in i will never be employed ever again Ever again. You're not employable, Craig. You've been I, sacked I'm three times. <laughs> I'm just, yeah, but I'm not employable. I'm not. And that's what I've found now. I, f- I feel like I've found myself. Yeah. I feel like I've found me. I'm starting to get, like I said, mentally, it did a lot of damage for a numerous years. But now I feel like I'm coming out of that now and finding myself again. But it's interesting, again. isn't it? Because it did the damage because that's not suited to you whatsoever. Yeah. yeah. And, 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 and I've, and, I still haven't fully repaired it, don't get me wrong, yeah. but I'm starting to, I can't wait until this lockdown shit, the whole COVID's yeah. gone, I'm going out, I'm having drinks, I'm booking holidays, and I'm going to live my life, because all this now, the seed, that's the seed that the last 10 years is, is, is just learning. Yeah. yeah learning. And that, and Preparation it, for now. Yeah, and exactly that, and like, we spoke about earlier, and, you know, I, we could talk about whether things are mistakes, and the, the, there may be mistakes in isolated view, but in the, in the fullness of the journey, is exactly that it's part of the journey and, and you you know you and i wouldn't be sat on this sofa now without doing those isolated mistakes mm. um and that that's part of it and i think for anyone listening if they're thinking of starting a business they shouldn't be afraid to fail they the, the statistics say they probably will unfortunately um but it's about giving yourself the very best chance of success i see a lot of of, of stuff with to do with mindset though about having a bulletproof mindset and, and I think some of that's fucking dangerous I do. because it's not accepting what you've done and what you've been through and it's brushing it off and it's being that and ignorant to it and sometimes it's ideological because yeah. you know 
don't get me wrong, there are certain people who will benefit from maybe doing a mood board. That sort of stuff on me is a complete waste of fucking time because I need to spend time earning money and building it rather than thinking about what might happen because it doesn't I, I work mean, like I that. I mean, I, added, I, I mean, like the law of attraction and all these sort of little things. Don't get me wrong. When I was fucking deeply depressed and fucking sort of, yeah. I looked at all these sort of different methods to try and pull me out. And there's certain things that I've just gathered from everything, which, are, which I just took my own little thing from it. And it's helped me in a way where is like, fucking hell, I've been to some of the darkest places that I've, I've been. He ain't going to get much worse than that ever again. You know what I mean? It's not. Everything's going to be all right. And I've got that sort of mentality now to it. Uh, but before, it is about accepting. It is about looking at what you've done, realising what you've done, how you've burnt yourself, and fucking taking it on board. Yeah, put it uh, into practice. Yeah, definitely. And not being like, oh, bulletproof mindset, oh, just brush it off all the time. You can't have that sort of... And I think, importantly, keep learning. Because... Yeah. It, you know you don't you don't kind of have one year of success and then it's all rosy it's it's a mission it's a constant you've got to keep learning you'll probably make some mistakes as you go along hopefully not too many definitely not too many big ones that'll that'll knack you completely but it's a journey into it and but, but you've got I to have, keep learning well in this job i have yeah. i'll be stood outside smoking a cigarette like i don't know half 10 on a sunday night and miss and i'll just nearly throw up because i'm like fuck i've ordered 10 grand's worth of shit wrong it'll yeah. just come out of nowhere yeah and then I'll run upstairs, you know what I mean? I'll start looking through paperwork or whatever, and I'll go, I am, yeah, I am, just I am, I am, I am. great. Yeah. So, and, and then we have done things. We have done things wrong. Well, and, and that, but that's all part of the journey, you know? We, you know, when it's your own money, it's your own, and it's your own sort of, and it's not somebody else's, you, you learn a lot, you learn a lot more. You do. And I think that's the difference between being an employee to, to running your own business. The, the lessons you learn by burning your own cash, literally, they're, they're severe, but they're all still part of the learning journey. And people, I think, are obsessed as well with when they're first starting out, it's got to be perfect. Well, it's not going to be perfect because you're going you're gonna to be learning as you go. So you've got to learn and just go along I think I had it. that though as well. I think I had that, 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 that mentality to it because of all the failures, failures, failures. Everything were, right, I'm going to have to do this, I'm going to have to do that. And I think I had a bit of that. My, I think I, in fact, I was. I micromanaged it and I still do sometimes. And now I'm starting to realise that I don't need to do that. Yeah. I don't need to be as intricate as that. I don't need to care as much about that. That's a finer detail that I don't. But without that, I don't think I would have got it to a stable position where it is now. Yeah. I don't know. And all this sort of fucking blueprint on how to run a business, that's just garbage. Bullshit. Correct. Uh, or, or to shy. Uh, because nobody knows what the fuck you're doing. No. There's, a, there's, a, there's a framework in terms of setting up a business and you do need social media channels. So there's the ones to get and things like that. But, but there's no... These dickheads selling the secret success. I've got this secret blueprint. Just give me three grand. You're going to fail. Yeah, yeah. You are going to fail. Of course you are, because there's no shortcut there, is there? Uh, I mean, like certain things that I've got from like, I mean, like th this is what I'm saying is that I've learned certain things from these roles. Is I can remember one CEO, and, and I was saying, you know, when you with this, you know, with money, and you look at this money, and and what do you think when all this money's coming in? You're like, it's not my money. The businesses and it's just a figure what goes up and down. Just numbers, isn't it? That has stuck into my mind. It's, 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 for some reason, it's burnt into my mind because it it's just a figure that goes up and down. And that's so true. So yeah. I, if you know, in the heat of the business, when you're spending some serious money on really what is shit, you're thinking, "Fucking hell! If that was my own money, I'd be crying." Yeah, but you know that you've got to spend it for for the purpose that you know that the business needs it maybe but it the money 
side of business is so far removed from your personal finances in terms of like the scale. It's 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 scary. Fucking, it's just not even on the same level. It's, no. it's not. So yeah, I've failed, but there's all these certain things that I've I've Picked I've took the these little things out of uh, and learnt from it, and also grown myself, changed my own attitude. Big believer, big believer. I was never a people person when I was a salesman. When I was a salesman and this hardcore salesman and this top seller that I've been for, and I have been, I was a very arrogant twat. Right, fair enough. And a complete prick because I was the top seller. So I'm better than anybody. I rule that business. Yeah. That's it. And I had that mentality and, and now I'm a people person, massive people person because I've took myself out of that environment and and also you do mimic other people who you work with. Yeah, you do. You, you mimic management. You mimic that if oh, if they can come like a complete wanker, then then I, then I can because I'm earning them a lot of money. So my perception of, of, of all my mentality has, has changed. I'm, I'm a people person. I'm all about looking after people and 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 giving as much as I can. And I think that's a good one to to kind of summarize with you. You learn, I think, as you go along to. Particularly as a business owner, I think to hopefully find the most natural version of yourself. Yeah. So that you know that you being that salesman knobhead, you know, probably wasn't your natural you. Well, Whereas now, no, no. now you are more aligned to what you know. This is Craig. This is what I am like. This is Eddie. This is what I am like. And I think it's sometimes person that I'm with my missus. Yeah. And me younger. You know what I mean. Yeah. And 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 I think sometimes having a business can allow you to be that because. 100%. You, you have to be a hundred percent yourself, really. Uh, particularly, I think to do well, you have to be. Hopefully, I've got no pressure of targets. I've correct. got no pr- no pressure of. Well, I have because it's my own business. Yeah, course, but, but I can't have a fucking word to myself, Craig. You need to. Yeah, I just do the best that I can. Yeah, and I and when I say I do the best, I, I do everything I think I can do. Yeah, without putting too much pressure. I mean, I've been through the pressure for somebody else. Yeah. multiple fucking times. So I get to that point now where I'm just like, you know what? If I took all that fucking stress for them and it did that damage to me, I ain't going to do that for myself now because this is meant to be a positive. This is meant to be a good thing. I'm meant to be having more freedom. I'm meant to be having more money. I'm meant to be having more. And now it's just like, I feel like I've got it on a rail now where it's like, no matter what I do. Oh, do, do you, you get what I mean? You've, I, you've I, just got to keep working just on it. keep yeah, doing yeah. it. Yeah, you've yeah. got to keep doing it. Yeah, the, train, the, the train's on its track. Yeah, I don't almost. think I can flip it off by being a knob. And, and, and I don't know, I've left all that, that arrogance to one side. And like like I said, it's like when you look at law of attraction and things like that, I think it's dangerous to, to zoom in on one th- particular thing and be like vision boards and all that about your business and yeah, but I won't fail if I have this mindset. But there's little things that I take out of it. Now I'm all about putting as much good into the world as I can. Sounds cheesy, but treat people how you want to be trapped big believer in that uh, putting out and helping people as much as you possibly can and I think when you've got your own business that's the mentality that you should have uh, I don't think we would have been as popular if I was that knobhead salesman that I was 10 years ago I'd go as far to say I think you'd have failed yeah that's, that's, that's the way I look at it and I don't, I don't like I said is I feel I've found myself again yeah, that's, uh, yeah and I think that's probably the most important part of it That's Craig Brooks, co-founder of Correct Choice Windows. And it's always interesting to hear about the mistakes that other people have made along their journey, especially with such honest reflection. So do you learn from them? Can you come out of the other side stronger? Can you be a better person for it? It's all about what you do with those mistakes you've made along the way, because that's what really matters. 
Provided you've learned from them, they're all part of getting you to where you need to be. And I'd love to hear about some of the mistakes that you've maybe made on the journey to where you are today. Thanks so much for listening to this episode. You can subscribe wherever you get your podcasts and you can also find out more about how we're helping businesses get started without the BS over at gofounder.com. A special thanks to Craig Brooks and of course to you for listening to Business Knobs from GoFounder.